Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of Insights. And look, I've been gone for a while, um, for a really, really, really long while. But uh, I'm back and I am on this journey again. And uh, uh, so on this episode, basically, um, this was actually an impromptu episode where I just felt that I needed to say something and basically feel better about the situation that you know I'm currently facing in my life and as far as running a business, the impact of um, load shedding and how it's impacting small businesses and just a general outcry from somebody who is running a business who's really trying to make a name for themselves and is unfortunately being impeded by circumstances that are prevailing in the country. Um, in this specific episode, there's going to be a lot of vernac, there's going to be a lot of swearing, um, but you'll get used to that, uh, hopefully not. But it's something that should be considered in the light of frustrations that are mainly felt by young people, and people are really trying to make a living for themselves. And I hope that it can resonate with you as an individual to understand that everybody is currently going through a hard time and as far as it relates to making a name for yourself, running a business, basically just trying to survive in this country, in this climate. So I'd really appreciate your, your ear and I'd also appreciate any feedback you might have and as far as it relates to your personal experience with what is currently going on in the country and how this is impacting your life. So sit back, relax, and just listen to a crazy man going on about how how frustrated he is by what is currently happening in the country. I really do want to engage you guys on this, and I really hope that you find this to be a really, really enjoyable episode. Um, welcome to 2023. My name is Ruben Levelo, and... Welcome to Insights of Young Kader. Yeah, man. What's up, guys? Like, I, I, I am genuinely quite interested in understanding how we're supposed to do it how we're supposed to do anything in this country. Like, we live in a country where anything is impeded by something. If you want to go get an education, you need money. And it's either you are rich and you can afford it, or you're poor and you can't afford it. And obviously then you get, you know, funding. That's if you go through the education system in itself. Now, if you are in the middle of those two extreme poles, then you are you, you can't get in. You have to pay. You know you have to pay the, the the way. Now, let's say you get through, you get in, you finish school. Now you have this qualification, right? Obviously, the rich people will always have the best opportunities. But let's say in the middle and at the bottom, the top middle will get the best jobs and they'll get jobs and they'll get better opportunities. But then we're left with people who are already who are already qualified and already don't have work and you're basically just joining that bunch. Right. 
So let's say some reckless, like by some miraculous opportunity, you get money and decide, look, I'm not getting a job. I'm starting a business. Now you have to fight nonsense like fucking low cheating. How is it possible that a country has no electricity for eight hours? Eight hours. Today I went to work. From 11 to 3, there was no electricity. And again, from 7 to 11 p.m., there was no electricity. As I'm speaking here, I'm in the dark. A good part of my day is spent without electricity. A good part of my evening is spent without electricity. The only part where I get electricity is when I'm sleeping, when I don't need it. The schedule changes every fucking week. You cannot basically plan your life according to a schedule that changes every week. Because your body cannot also acclimatize or get used to the routine if it's getting changed every week. We're in a crisis, man. Like today, I, I, I came back home and I was, just, I was just down. You know, I was just down because this is, this is nonsense. And I basically uttered these words and I was like, this guy is useless. Basically in reference to, 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 to our president. And me and my dad got into like an engagement that's true. He likes the guy. And he's like, listen, the guy basically found somebody else's team and he had to work with that team. And I'm like, he was part of that guy's team. And whatever happened in that period, we can have the whole discourse, right? He's had five years to basically do something and he still hasn't done anything. And me and my dad get into engagements that never reach conclusions because we never agree. But the core of it, I cannot accept the fact that we don't have electricity for eight hours. Eight good hours. The, like, we, we literally only have 16 hours to be productive, to do anything. 16. Half of that is no, without electricity. How are you supposed to make money? Now we're joking, man. We're, we're, we're a joke, man. Ah, we're a joke, man. I don't even want to get into any other politics and I don't even need support from the left or the right. I'm just speaking my mind here. We're playing here. We're playing. We're playing. Another thing is some minister of fucking home affairs came on TV talking about people think that this country is free for all. You can come to South Africa and do what you fucking want to do because he didn't want to accept 22 people who wanted asylum from Afghanistan. Imagine the audacity to say that shit. To say that people think that you can do whatever you want in South Africa. That's fucking bullshit. You, has he fucking ever said to fucking think, oh, they think this because of this. They think this because we made the fucking country a joke. Like some people don't even think. And that entire interview, he's just talking nonsense about these people sent their big lawyers from, from Melrose who had all their attorneys on their letterhead. And I'm chilling there, I'm like, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? Don't you have fucking attorneys? Yeah, we're playing here, man. We're playing. We're playing. This feels like a game. It's not even a dream. When I dream, I know at least I know I'll wake up from it. We're playing here. It cannot be that this is a functional country. Whatever functional is, what is functional? How is this normal? You know how hard it is to put energy, effort, 
an actual fucking sweat into anything, be it studying, be be it working, be it earning a living, but to also just struggle to make that living this much, to know that whatever you hope for is going to be impeded in some way. We're playing here. Maybe I cannot, I can't, I'm not articulating myself well, but whatever. But it really feels like a game, man. And we've been losing. We've been losing. Have you ever gotten to that part of Monopoly where you're losing so badly that you don't even want, you don't even want to cast the die anymore because you're like, nah, it's fine. If I don't move, I don't lose. That's where we are. We don't want the dice because we don't want to move. Because from here on forth, man, it's going to get worse before it gets better. But unfortunately, we have to move. Unfortunately, we really have to move. And accepting that it will get worse before it gets better is probably our best solution. Because this is this is not the place where we should be sitting and standing and saying, no, let's try again. Or let's, let's chill here and see what he has. And, and in this scenario, sitting and staying in the same position is basically doing the same thing we've been doing for 20 fucking eight years. These people have shown us. They have shown us. Like, what more do we want? What more proof do we want? We cannot stay in the same position because we do not want to even think about the idea of us moving forward. Because it's better to stay here because, hey man, it's going to get worse before it gets better. Nah, it's fine. But we can't move forward with the same people. I've listened to every side of the story. I've listened to everything. Even I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm done trying to rationalize who to vote for. I'm trying to tired trying to rationalize who can. I'm tired. I. Nagalabil. How about the next person who speaks politics to me and tries to tell me how somebody's going to try and change my life? I'm going to look that person dead in the eye and I'm going to say, my man, don't, don't you dare. So if you're listening to this, and you want to explain to me, hey, just think about that. And if I haven't said it enough, we're playing in this country. Some fucking hide-and-go-seek bullshit. Hey, hi. And it's a Tuesday, man. This thing has been going on for two days, man. If not three. Not even low-chitting, just the stage. I'm even talking about the stage like it's a fucking level in a game. It really is in line with the fact that we're fucking playing a game. Hi. If you haven't heard me, Laraloka. Which really brings me to the crux of my issue and the plight of SMMEs, right? If SMMEs are 
the integral businesses upon whose back this economy is dick riding. How are we supposed to get out of a situation of this nature? You are essentially crippling the same horse you're trying to really use to prop up your economy. Unfortunately, social grounds can only go like a specific you know, route. You're already exploiting the bigger corporations because you need their monies to basically funnel these social programs that make up the incentives or the social net or the social security nets that you already have in place. Now, where is the other horses or where are these other cows that you can milk? Small businesses, right? Now, at every juncture, you do not talk about how we are going to get these businesses on track and basically getting clients or basically facilitate a, a, an economy that basically stimulates growth and basically gets people working. Let me give you a scenario right now, right? There's this program called YES. Basic structure is this. Government finds businesses. Businesses are basically incentivized or basically they get... They're incentivized to basically hire these people so that they they can get these skills so that they can get, have jobs, all right? Government essentially pays for these people. Now, the problem is this. I had an engagement with a similar type of program where the program basically says that, listen, here's a big multinational company that basically wants to use this, you know, yes opportunity. Uh, what we're going to do is that we are recruiting for this company. We're finding businesses who we can, where we can place young people to basically get training and have make a living. So what you have to do is that you're going to pay for this. You're just going to pay this admin fee. We're going to bring this person into your business and this person is going to work with you and we're going to pay their salaries, minimum wage. All right, cool. What does the problem lie there? Problem lies at the point where there is no work or there is no incentive for me to take this person to train. So you bring an individual to me. What am I getting out of it? Like, what am I getting out of it? There's not enough work to go around because the economy is not working. Of the work that is going around is only sufficient for the people who are already here. You want to bring this person into my business. How are they going to train? With what material? With what work? It's like you're chasing your own tail. Unfortunately, obviously, I had to reject that offer for other reasons as well. But the problem is, is, is this. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. That's a crux. You don't know what you're doing. Now, going back to my point, the same companies, small businesses that you rely on to basically employ a good chunk of your, your people or the people in the country rather, is the same people you're, you're trying to really exploit and to get a buck, these smallest of bucks out of. We still have to pay our taxes. Like we still have to also contend with high fuel prices, inflation, all of these things that have made running businesses more expensive. You're changing thresholds. Minimum wage is going up. What the fuck? Like, it's like these people sit in a room and they're like, all right, uh, how do we fuck them this month? Oh, no, no, don't, don't do that. You know where we're going to get them? Gonna fuck them on the stages. Gonna fuck them on the load shedding. And this motherfucker came out and is like, 
here is a new minister of fucking electricity dog we're playing a game here i think let me try and articulate the position of a small business owner a small business owner is a person who essentially is making a living from a business they can exponentially grow the business if things and mark if the market allows if you know if they, if it's ripe for growth you will grow but if it's not there you're in a position you want to be in a position where you're making a living you're earning a, a salary and you're paying your employees and you're moving along and you don't want to bother anyone but when you have to contend with all of these things do you understand how daunting and how debilitating it is to basically stay in business and hope you are there because you cannot even afford a bad month you cannot afford a bad month you cannot afford a bad month because if you do get a bad month the next bad month you are you're out you're out somebody's not getting paid some criticism not getting paid and god forbid your employees are not getting paid because at the end of the day we're going to come back and we're going to say yeah but this person doesn't pay his employees I'm not in a position to pay my employees. I'll pay them, but then they're going to be retrenched soon. Because the environment is not conducive for anyone to run a business. We cannot run a country like this. We cannot be at the mercy of people who don't know what they're doing. We cannot. And as much as I am for specific policies of preference and all of those things, I am for those. I'll never budge on that. But man, some level of competence is required, man. Because we're suffering on the ground, man. We're trying to fend for ourselves because we cannot place reliance on, on the government. Some of these social, social security nets don't apply to us. And honestly, there are people in worse situations than us. But we need to also be able to fend for ourselves on the ground. Because we cannot take handouts and we're not going to beg. We're not going to beg for work. We're not going to beg for food. We're not going to beg for simple things that have to be in place for us to be able to compete. At this moment, we cannot compete because we don't even have enough experience to be able to compete because the work that is there is basically experience-based. As much as people think that the same issues that they face when they're applying for jobs and all of those things, those are the similar things that we face as small business owners when we want to compete for contracts, you know, that we face, that we have not been in this industry for this long or long enough. Therefore, we cannot even be considered. But to be that, to get to a point where you're considered to have that, you know, enough experience, you have to remain in business. You cannot compete if you're not in business. But you cannot remain in business if you're not profitable. If your 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 revenue stream is not there. Well, it's basically that small. I'm not a person who's going to come here and tell you about my problems. But nobody speaks for us. Everybody speaks for us like they're, they're speaking at us. Like it's, it's really rare to hear somebody who's never run a business in their fucking life telling me how to run a business. I really fucking find it, find it offensive sometimes. Or, or like, who? So much knowledge. Where do you get it? Because, because I have my skin in the game. And that's why I can't take my, my advice from somebody who doesn't even have a hair in the game. 
man. Stop speaking at us and speak to us, man. And stop playing with us. Do something or get the fuck out of the way. Because I mean, like, it's like it's so tiring trying to be nice and not be vulgar and whatever. Fuck that. Fuck that. Hungry people don't have time for fucking courteous fucking interactions with people who don't fucking give a damn about them. Fuck that. At the core of it, it's simple. We're in a country where nothing seems to go go right. And it's frustrating, as you can hear from what I'm saying. The frustration stems from the fact that it's like we're not being met halfway. It's like the ruling class is basically realize that wow we're fucked up and these people are really closer to saying get the fuck out or we're going to have your heads so we must resolve and find a plan but honestly i realized two years ago me and my friend that no one is coming to save us no one no political party no one is coming to save us we are the people we've been waiting for. And when they say power to the people, they say power to the people because they actually mean power to the people. That's how we've interpreted it. That's basically been our downfall. We as a people and we as a country should have seen what was going to happen. You can't give somebody more than two chances and come back and say, well, let's give them Three more chances. I'm not espousing for any other party. I'm not It doesn't matter. I'm not making this political, but it is political. Because the people who have it worse than me, but in my position, with all the privileges and the opportunities I've been afforded, I feel like this is the worst case scenario. This is not even the bottom of the barrel. The bottom of the barrel is genuinely filled with more people in worse situations and hopeless situations. And the worst thing is that at some point, I, I feel like this entire crisis is a talking point. It's something that makes for good discourse, political dialogue, something that people chat about at the fucking dinner parties when they're drinking wine and they're fucking eating cheese crackers. But the ground is really, really hard. And I'll say it again. We cannot sit in a position where we do not pick up the dice and cast them and hope for a good 
a good role. I'm not saying we're going to get out of the crisis, but I'm saying that we have a better chance in casting the die. Because we don't have an option. Not playing is not the solution because not playing means that we'll remain in the same scenario. But no one is going to save us. I don't have the answers. I'm just sharing my two cents. But even the people who are fucking making the decisions right now don't have the fucking answers. People would rather, would sooner kill them each other than fucking actually find a solution. I've never left this country, by the way. I've never been to any other country. But I can tell you this is not how a country is supposed to be run. Without knowing how a country, another country is run. I can tell you now, this is not how a country is supposed to be run. I don't, leave the politics, just service delivery. Leave politics, just speak on service delivery. We're playing here. So it's time to take each other serious, or ourselves serious, because rara loka. As I said, courtesy only gets you so far. We are at our wit's end, and uh, we can never justify eight hours of no electricity. No matter how how many pieces it's cut out of, whether it's two hours four times a day, whether it's four hours two times a day, it can never be justified. So the next time I tell you, somebody tries to convince you some about something about that, that just sounds like it's been done. As far as, as, far as South African politics has, is concerned, I tell that Kada Scott Alama Seb. My parting words are, I'm sorry for swearing so much, but fuck that shit. And also, I hope it gets better for us. Because I love this country, and I don't think we deserve what's going on. And I do not think we deserve the leaders we have. Or rather, the leaders who, who are leading us don't deserve us. Because we have been patient. And we're going to be killed by our kindness. Our Ubuntu might be our downfall. As controversial as it is, it's a kindness that will kill us. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So that is all I have to say on the frustrations I have as a small business owner. It's tough, but it's okay. No, it's not okay. It's bullshit. But, you know, that same old nonsense about South Africans being resilient is applicable here. Because as much as I like it, I hate giving up. So, if you resonate with this, if you understand the frustrations, man, hit me up and tell me what your frustrations are. We can, you know, discourse on that. The same way they discourse about the nonsense that they're giving us on a plate. And also, I'm changing the name of this podcast something that excludes Kada because Kada is suggestive of a lot of things that I am not 
that I do not subscribe to. And uh, I don't want you to get a, any idea of me being affiliated with anything that I wouldn't be caught dead being affiliated to. Cheers until next time. Ruben is out. Thank you.